Hello, everyone. My name is Alejandro. I'm your host of A Random Gamers Corner, and I'm joined by my friend today. Nathan. Hello. Yeah, that's what's up. And today's topic, well, we're going to be talking about our love-hate relationship with <laughs> games. Oh, my. Where to begin, to be honest with you? Um, why don't you start us off? <laughs> why don't you go ahead and say your piece or something about them? I mean... All right. First off, one of the one of the main things I love about open world games is the if done right, the exploration. Like it's like a whole different land. Um, major plus for me if it's a mystical kind of place, like mythical or a place that you know is like just fictional in general, and because it leaves a lot of potential in my eye for areas that you don't usually see in the real world or um, what's it called where the land is more uh, it could be like a, a better playground to play in instead of you know worrying about cityscapes or right. a bit more restri- uh, more like a restricted gameplay on moving about and yeah I mean, like for some examples Skyrim Damn, I just the just like it's like at night on the night sky. There's like the the auroras, yeah. On the sky. Yeah. Oh my god! Like honestly, like I never really seen that in the game before. But seeing that was just I know. Magical. Okay, so to be honest with you, I've completely stopped. <laughs> there he is, my dog saying hello. I've stopped using <laughs> fast travel systems in games like Skyrim because there's just so much of the scenery and quite honestly yeah because otherwise i'll be like in the cities the whole time or doing a quest or whatever but if i'm just there you can look up at the sky and it changes all the time sometimes it's green sometimes it's like blue red purple like it's it's so sick it's it's amazing i really like the night sky in skyrim um it's funny you mentioned that like i really yeah i can dig it skyrim has amazing scenery it does and it's funny because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I download, I bought it on right. the Switch, and I gotta say, it looks even better than the 360 version. Which I mean, I'm not supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be surprised by. I mean, it is at the like, same uh, time, it's a handheld. Like you're like, hmm, yeah. But then as soon as I docked, uh, docked, yeah, docked it? yeah, dock it, or whatever. And then I see on TV, I'm just like, oh, okay, this is where I can see the improvement more proper, I mean, more properly, like where it's not like on the little handheld uh, device, it's more like right on the screen. And I was like, yep, who needs like a freaking legendary edition or whatever on the Xbox One? We could just get a bit more, sh- well, I'm not even sure cheaper, but at least on the Switch, which is like a bit more right. convenient to me. Uh, that's one thing that I love. Well, I mean, as far as loving for open world games, I mean, you hit on it pretty well. The exploration is great. Another thing I like is kind of the I I like the world building in a lot of them because, well, I mean, there's to an extent like in GTA because GTA is pretty open ended. It's it's not, um, you know, I mean, it has a map as a fixed like radius, but I think you can consider GTA like an open world game for the most part you know oh yeah um, definitely. gta doesn't do a whole lot of world building 
but like well because it's it's a bit familiar with us you know what i mean but like if you take like skyrim as being the prime example or fallout or the witcher you know like the world building in them is amazing it's it it kind of transports you to another place and especially in these in these covid times it's it's really cool to kind of get away from reality to get some like to to i can't talk to teleport yourself to somewhere that that's like it's it's different you know to teleport yourself to somewhere that's different and and that is as different as possible you know what i mean like it's just so cool to kind of when you're immersed you know what i mean because i mean if a game does it poorly and you're not so immersed like it sucks when you're very aware of the fact that you're playing a video game you know that's not fun by any stretch of the imagination but um but yeah um i gotta say like just throwing this in there um a little bit off topic but since we're talking about open world games i have um (laughs) i have an unpopular opinion that i don't think a whole lot of people are gonna share with me but i like oblivion more than i like skyrim is that just (laughs) <laughs> you disagree huh someone who i could i could agree with oh you actually agree okay yes like i was just thinking like maybe i'm just weird like i, I, I mean like me. gameplay wise <laughs> skyrim is the king you know what i mean in terms of gameplay because right being an archer in skyrim is so much better than being an archer in oblivion being a mage is so much better like you know everything like combat wise movement everything is just better in skyrim the only thing i don't like is the feel it kind of lost that adventure feel it's got that oh you're the chosen one kind of trope and you know it just seemed not quite as adventure to me you know it seemed like i wasn't really in control like because it sets you up with the story like in a way that oblivion doesn't and i don't know why because both of them make you out to be the the hero you know what i mean i think because in oblivion you take a step back and martin is the hero you're just the guy who happened to help get him there you know what i mean so i mean you could do whatever you want in either of them but it really feels like your destiny is predetermined in skyrim whereas in oblivion it's not it just has that adventure feel to me like it's it's amazing i like it more than i like skyrim but skyrim i i find i can play for a lot longer because Oblivion is not aging well. You know what I mean? Like in terms of its combat and stuff. Oh, it yeah. is yeah. It is hard to to play. I can't sit down. I can play Skyrim for like nine hours or something. Like I could do something ridiculous like that. I can't play I can play Oblivion for like maybe two. You know, like it's pretty bad. I could feel that. And this is just my guess, but I think it's because of how First, there's the uh, I forgot what was it called the golden or sun sunshine no, the sunshine I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what it's called the no 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 because there's like these quests called golden quests or whatever or whatever the hell Bethesda called them and it's basically like these quests that are, are specific specific for Skyrim where they could ha- be like repeated quests I mean quests that could be repeated and randomly generated as much as uh, well, oh, so like the Preston and... Garvey missions. Preston, oh yeah, gosh. basically. But instead of like, oh, another someone needs your help, you basically go and look for places to loot and kill, 
and such, especially with dragons, if you get to that point. So, and, oh, which is also another adding into that point, you're kind of more focused on killing off dragons or getting new mm-hmm. word power. So I think that's why it feels like there's a bit less variety, maybe. Because there's there could be so many dungeons you can go to inside Skyrim before you realize, like, oh man, another glimmer ruin. Like, how many more times do I gotta go yeah, through one? Definitely. Oh gosh, Skyrim, come on. Yeah, that's why you could. That's why you could play for a long ass time because you can just always go to the bar or the the uh, yeah the yarl, and then like or the whoever, and there could always be some randomly generated quest to go. No, that's true. There's always like a, oh, kill the bandit or, oh, find this item or, you know, something. I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm just, I believe it has that long lasting feel to it along with. No, I feel you, dude. It's like, um, that was my first playthrough of Skyrim. That's all I did, to be honest with you. I was like, hey, you got new work. Hey, you got new work. I just kept coming back. And, you know, you get these enchanted, like, oh, steel sword of the sparks or whatever. And it's not really a legendary. It's not like um a unique weapon, like Wabajack as an example. It's just like, you know, right. it's just some random enchanted weapon that the game puts in. And I was like, oh my God, this is the sword of sparks, you know? And I just, I was like collecting all these useless, like the chili sword or whatever the hell, you know, like so bizarre. And I found out later how worthless they were, but I had like hundreds of them. Oh gosh. It's a trip. Right. <laughs> it is. And also I just looked it up right now. And they're called Radiant Radiant Quests. Quest. I don't know why. Well, because yeah. I mean it makes sense. The the association with sunshine and radiance, you know? It makes sense to me. Yeah. But that's why I guess you know Okay, I want to talk about something that um, since we're talking about Skyrim, that like Skyrim did really well, that um, that Fallout sucked with, in relation to open world games, and that is making the amount of space in the map count. Um, beca- because Ooh, like wow. as an example, yeah. I hated the way that they did it in in Fallout. It was just walking around for miles. Well, you know, in game miles, just emptiness and. You know, you walk from Megaton to Tenpenny Tower at level four, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, it never gets fun. It's never enjoyable to walk all the way to Tenpenny Tower. No matter how <laughs> many times you play it, it does not get any better. It's not fun. It, it sucks. It really does. Skyrim, on the other hand, it's like, obviously, there's going to be parts where you want it to be empty or to feel empty, to be like wilderness and stuff. I feel like Skyrim does a better job of filling um filling the places with more interesting locations because in in fallout you have an abandoned building you might have like 50 abandoned buildings and then you you have one settlement there's like three settlements in the game maybe four you know um the rest is like abandoned buildings or semi-abandoned there's like one person in there there's not really anything of interest in there whereas skyrim you have like all these small little villages with a bunch of people. It's like a bustling little, and I get the fallout. It's like, it's fallout. There's not supposed to be a lot of people just chilling. It's the, it's the wasteland, you know, but that said, right. just 
it feels a little too empty or like they did it a little too well. It's just not, it's not fun seeing a big map as big as it is with nothing. You know what I mean? With nothing to it. I mean, that's one thing I really hate about them is when when map execution just becomes make it big and not like, you know, no matter how big something is or how small a map is, I want there to be a lot of interesting locations. I want there to be things to do other than just walking, you know? So yeah, that's, that's where I fall on it. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I kind of had this, con- this concern about uh, the companies always talk about bigger maps, bigger than this, bigger than that. I'm just thinking like, but what does it have inside it? Like, that's what matters to me at this current point because uh as time goes on we are getting older and we are gonna have less time to play on games so exploring a very big ass map with not much to do is not something appealing to be doing on one to two hour kind of gameplay it kind of pisses me off (laughs) no yeah like it sucks right (laughs) it sucks really does so and we gotta go back to that oblivion <laughs> thing. What exactly about oblivion do you like about that? Well, that makes you prefer. Well, like more I said, it's Skyrim. just the general like the ambience about it. It feels like because I really like the adventury um, feel of things. I like that. Um, it kind of feels like D and D or like Pathfinder. It feels like you know you make your own character, you go on an adventure, and Skyrim to me it doesn't feel like an adventure. I don't feel as free to make the same decisions. I don't feel like. Um, so Dest- oh. feels like it, it makes you feel like as you're, you're just constantly on a destiny thing and not I thought not you meant like the game I was well. like don't even get me started <laughs> oh. no no yeah no, no, so no. like <laughs> Oblivion just kind of like gives you like okay here's this amulet go deliver it whenever it's not going anywhere and Skyrim kind of does the same thing in that like you don't have to play the main quest you can take as long as you want I've gone playthroughs my first playthrough, I was like level 80 before any dragon started showing up. Like, I refused to do the main quest line for whatever reason. What the so, hell? you know, you can refuse it and stuff, but it's just there's this big like, oh, you're the chosen. I don't know. I guess it has too much like it feels like a different game. It feels like um, it took away from the adventure routes that Oblivion had and stuff. And like Morrowind, too, they all had them. Um what are you doing creatures um sorry it it feels like it took away from that and it became more focused on the combat and the combat's great especially the little cutscenes that come through you're like whoa when you body slam someone like when you suplex them into the ground oh the combat animations yeah, yeah dude. Those, those are fun and so like i really like the combat in skyrim it's really it's really fulfilling but it feels like that's where their main focus was i mean obviously the graphics um which I gotta say, I gotta be honest, like, I don't, I used to, I had Skyrim on the Xbox 360, it was weird, I had, um, we got the copy the day it came out, it was sometime in November, I want to say it was like November 12th that it came out, or something like that, I could be wrong, but it was, I remember it being in November, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, we got a disc, and then I got, like, a digital download somehow and then we got another disc so i've had like four copies of skyrim i got on the pc uh skyrim sucks on everything that isn't the pc the graphics it just all the little textures kind of like mixed together weirdly you know i don't know pc 
is amazing. Yeah. PC Skyrim is how it's meant to be played. Um, but anyway, going back to the uh, like Oblivion thing, I just feel like Oblivion had a more, um, and I don't know, its story was really, it felt inspired. You know what I mean? Um, Skyrim was just like this trope, like, here's a bad guy, you will kill him, and you do. You know, like, um, as opposed to like, you have this big cult that's assassinated the emperor, and now they're going to resurrect a, a demon. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's just so cool. They're going to summon him from another dimension. Yeah. He's going to basically destroy everybody. It's just, the scale is so much cooler. I don't know. It just has a different feel about it that I that I like more. I mean, because if I want to play, like, a combat game, I could play God of War, or I could play, um, I don't know, a number of games, you know? I just like the adventure right. aspect more personally yeah i feel that i mean <laughs> if you're like be describing the here uh both heroes one for or like skyrim you say like oh the hero was magnificent he like he did what he was destined to do what but along the way he dealt with many many caves many many dragons and after that maybe made a couple of deals with some devils. The Daedra. <laughs> yeah, the Daedra. And then... Uh, yeah, I, I can't really think of much else, but then when it comes to... Uh, I, I Well, I guess if you do the factions thing, then I guess depending on uh, depending on how they are, you could have a bit more, a better description of what the hero did while or after mm-hmm. the main story. Then for Oblivion's Oblivion's hero, he's just a guy that happened to help out the main hero, and we're just lucky that he decided to because he was off fighting off vampires, and then had to like find uh, had to break the news to some random <laughs> arena tournament guy. I mean, I love that kind of quest, like where you just realize, oh crap, like either I break the news to him and he'll just want to die, or I don't break the news to him and he could we could have an honorable fight and those those kind of missions kind of like make me appreciate like the choices that you could do especially for um the yeah brotherhood but... wait am i saying right yeah the brotherhood i'm just thinking i'm just remembering how there was like a quest where and when you uh go to like mm-hmm. this uh, oh party. the party yeah yeah and yeah, and then you started killing off one by one, but in creative ways, like they gave you the option to do so. So for for me, I was thinking, holy crap, this is so much better than how they executed and Skyrim, where you just like, oh, go over here, kill them, go over here, kill them. No specific, no specific ways to kill someone until like what until it's time for killing off the Empress or the Queen yeah. or somewhere, where you could drop a big ass boulder or a statue. Yeah, the wedding or whatever. And I was thinking, like, yeah, I was thinking, like, that's how you do it. Give some choices on how you can kill off a character. And I was thinking, like, where was this during the rest of the Yeah, I feel you. It seems like there was a lot of creativity that was kind of, like, lost. Like, they focused on the main quest, which is fine. But, I mean, I don't know. It could be, like, just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, you trade off some things. Skyrim is better um, in a lot of ways, but Oblivion just has that, like, 
I don't know. There's something romantic about Oblivion. Like, I just love Oblivion, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It's just it's just more like an epic tale than Destiny. No, and yeah, I like uh, that stuff. Feeling. Like, I like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. God, Oblivion really was good. Yeah, Oblivion is a great example for, like, doing something great with its exploration. Like, because they do have riding land for Skyrim. Shit, the views are amazing, but after a while, I just get tired. Yeah, of it, it kind of becomes the same thing. There wasn't a whole lot of variety, whereas Oblivion being at the center of everything, you had you go up north to Bruma and there was snow. You go to the south to um, shoot. I don't remember if it's Leowin. I don't remember the cities, wherever it might have been, but it's like it's more marshy and wet and. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like a, a, a mm-hmm. swampland basically. Yeah, I was about to mention. I was thinking, damn, that was a good place. Like they did. Yeah. Yeah, I really like. Oh, fun fact! I think I'm responsible for the civil war thing going on in Skyrim because I don't believe in coincidences, right? Okay. So. Right. And my dog's licking the microphone. <laughs> um. Oh my. So basically. <laughs> I sent um I sent this letter to Bethesda. And this was before Skyrim was announced or anything. And I I told them like, you know, I think it would be really cool if you made this game where you go okay, because I play games the way I play them. I play them like a weirdo. I don't play them how you're supposed to. Uh, so like basically I decided, you know what? I like in this one Oblivion playthrough, I had this house in Leowin, and I was like, you know what? I'm a Leowin guy. And so I started going around to the other towns, slaughtering them of all their people and guards, you know, because I was from Leowin. I had like a civil war go on. Um, and so I emailed Bethesda saying, I think it would be really cool if you made like a little side game where it's just like a civil war going on in oblivion like it'd be really cool to see chaden hall against bruma i think that was my example like because i really like chaden hall too but um i was like you know i think it'd be really cool so they never emailed me back um and it makes sense because they stole my (laughs) idea they don't want to you know they don't want they want to pretend like that email never existed you know like they like they never got this email like i'm some crazy person but no um i think i brought us the 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 civil war side quest so you're welcome but (laughs) but you you know (laughs) because honestly to me it seems like the civil war thing was was it seems kind of last minute it seems like it seems like it wants to be the focus but not quite you know what i mean like it, it has to take a backseat to the dragon and i don't know why that is maybe that's just how it was intended you know but maybe Maybe, maybe they were like, oh, shoot. Halfway through development, they're like, we have this great new idea, Civil War. And they're like, dude, we have all these assets for dragons. And st- we, we can't we can't just make a Civil War. And they're like, ah, what about a side quest? Like, what about a a nice, like, second second main story? And you're like, ah, you know, I, I don't know. It could be, could be I was responsible for it. I'm probably not. But, you know, I like to think that I, I like to think that I am. Hey, can't blame you for yeah. thinking you do. Plus, 
I mean, the main story did address it at one point. Like, if you didn't finish that side quest in the first place, it will get brought up where you have to, like, tell both sides, like, oh, okay, stop with your civil war. We have to yeah, take yeah. down the dragon first. And then continue on with the war. I was like, oh, so that's... I thought that was pretty cool. Civil war. You know? It was. I was saying, oh, shit. So some things do matter yeah. in the main storyline. I thought it... I don't know, dude. Skyrim... It's hard to pick sides in that game because I understand where both of them are coming from. Because the Empire basically, they're like, you know, we don't want to do this, but we're gonna be killed if we don't. And then Skyrim's like, our home, you know. I, 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 I sympathize with both of them. I gotta say, I do too. I mean, they do bring up some good points, and damn, I really wonder if the next Skyrim. Uh, I mean, no, the whoa, next whoa, 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 Skyrim. Whoa. That's a big rookie mistake. No, the the next. Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls, the next, to see if the next Elder Scrolls will bring up like another war, but this time directly against um the Dalmor Embassy because those bastards have been getting on my nerves for the last. I kill them time every Skyrim, time I see them. Multiple times. I swear, so do I. Like, uh-uh, okay, so deal with I decided in Oblivion that this... I was going to be racist <laughs> against High Elves. Reason being because they're smug bastards, all of them. Are they? I They're thought that was high. Wood Elves. I thought the Wood Elves were high on Skuma all no, the time. No, and the Argonians. No. The Argonians and Wood Elves seem to be like really woo about it. Oh, no. I Dude, I get it because <laughs> they're High Elves. Oh, my. I'm so stupid. Okay. Yes. I'm an English major. Oh, I didn't catch this. So dumb. Okay. So. It's all right. It's all right. It's my bad puns that get that fly by. Over yeah. So, time. like. I decided I didn't like how smug they were, so I was going to fight them. Basically, I mean, I wasn't crazy about it. I wouldn't, like, kill them or anything, in Oblivion anyway, you know? But, I mean, in Skyrim, there's not so many of them. They're spread out, you know? Um, But in in Oblivion, there were a lot of them. And so I always always kind of, like, was suspicious of all of them, and I kind of reveled in the moments where I could kill a high high elf. I would always go and... um, you know, black soul gems. I would trap, I would trap their souls in black soul gems. I would only use high elves. Jesus. Yeah, I really didn't like them. <laughs> and so, it, and it then was... when Skyrim came, and the the Thalmar came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew I hated them for a reason. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's shoot. my destiny. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's freaking amazing. And. Now, that reminds me, this is going to be a weird segue for side quests and finding sure. objects or collectibles that actually ha- that actually add value to the game. Like, for example, killing off the Delmore, <laughs> that's a lot of value right there. Looking Varenzia for Stone. Legends, what the hell are you going to get? Oh, yeah, I, that. Like, what's, what's I still haven't even made it, dude. I, I haven't I haven't gotten all those pieces. I think I really want to now though. I think um I think I want to. Cause look, there's games where it's your whole objective is collecting stuff. Banjo kazooie is the perfect example. It's like the end all be all, you know? It's like it's such it's such a good game. You know what I mean? It's it's such a good game, but all you do is collect stuff, and it's weird. Like, 
games have a problem making that making things like that really tedious. I feel like what's worse though than having like a collect everything kind of thing because I'm like that in general, right? So like with Fallout, um, right? You remember on my old well, I had the same like channel for YouTube or whatever, but um, I had like the perfect character series for Fallout, and um, I remember when the Firelands dropped from Fallout Three. Like, it just dropped from the sky randomly. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, because that happens occasionally. That's one of the rarest, um, like, random encounters, you know? And so, like, mm-hmm. you have these things, but you can't get them all the time, you know? Or, like, say in Red Dead 2, how apparently... Oh, and we'll get into that. Um, But how there's, like, these weapons you can only get at the very beginning of the game and then never again you know, like these special variants of weapons. And it's like, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. And especially not when like, I realized console so stupid because on PC, you can just spawn them. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't have to, because I would play Fallout like that. I'd play every Fallout 3 like, okay, I'm going to kill off Tenpenny Tower like because I don't like those people. They're bad boys. I was like, but before like they die, I need to make sure to get a security outfit because it's a unique thing. I want one of everything, you know? I don't know. I feel like it's just, you right. don't feel like you complete the game until you get everything. And I blame Super Mario 64 for this. I really do. Because you had to get 120 stars to <laughs> actually beat the game. And then from there, it's just been, get everything, you know? Like, do everything perfectly. Get everything, you know? I don't know. It's, ah, uh, yeah. Um, it's a hard man, life. I don't even OCD have OCD. Too. That's the thing. Like, it's just, I think it's human nature. I think it's gamer nature at this point. Like, we've just been told, collect them all. Pokemon, too. Fucking Pokemon. But Pokemon's fun. There's like challenge in it, you know? Like, <laughs> there's something about, like, it right. feels real. Like, you're going out and you're trying to get this goddamn Entei. And it's like, you can't just follow him around the map because he'll randomly spawn, like he time warps, you know? He'll just randomly appear in random locations. So every time you go to a new location, you gotta check and see if Entei's there. And if he is, then you gotta catch him. It's like hunting. It's like hunting, like, for Bigfoot if you knew for a fact Bigfoot were real, you know? Um, I don't know, man. Collectible... Uh, collectible things. Not a lot of games do them right, I'll say that, you know? Like like how you were mentioning the stones of Berenzia in Skyrim. They do not... I am not compelled... Okay, because I don't like cheating either. Well, I call it cheating, but I don't want to look it up on the internet. It breaks my immersion, you know? But I don't want to go around the whole map because some of them are like in, in places that make sense and some of them aren't. And I'm just... Uh, I'm like, Why? Why are you going to be in this random-ass cave that has no importance? There's not There's not even a side quest in this cave. Like, why? Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, it makes you go really out of your way to look for them yeah. in the first place. It's pretty stupid. Oh, man. Yeah, they're... They really are. And I... Um, I'm not sure if something was supposed to happen after i think you go i think you go to um the thieves guild lady like i think 
I think you go to um no, maybe it's Delvin. Maybe it's the guy Delvin. Maybe you go to him and then he makes it for you. Oh, wait. Like he I makes them this. into a stone and then I think you can sell it or keep it. Wait, no, I found it. Like apparently after handing in all twenty four stones of Brenzia, the Bra- Dragonborn is asked to recover the crown of Brenzia from oh. So you get another quest where you get some random ass crown. And then you give it to Vex, I guess. And after doing so, she rewards the Dragonborn with the passive effect and ability, Prowler's Prophets, which greatly increases the chance of finding multiple precious gems and chests, burial urns, corpses, and Shandra. I mean, that's kind of cool, but... So, that's... No, I would it never... Working now, I would... You know. No. Although I used to collect, like, sapphire and rubies and diamonds i had them in this big like basket i miss my old skyrim oh man same <laughs> dear lord i miss it too <laughs> but oh i have to say finding side quests or object um collectibles with value there are some games that can make that really work um I'm you're like i know there's right some now. but I was like, oh i was going somewhere with it i now. don't know any there's nine that is not, there's yeah. not that much later i mean there's not that much now but saints row 2 oh no the saints row games were pretty good with having a uh, fun side job that side, game's wacky in um, general missions. like now that i'm older to be honest i don't like it so much i'm like what the fuck but i have fond memories with it you know um all of them Okay, well, Saints, Saints Row One was less. Um, really, it was less crazy. It just it it kind of was exactly. trying to be a GTA, you know, in its own unique way, and it did okay. GTA Two started to get oh, yeah. a little more out there, but it was still pretty. It was st- yeah. What I say, Saints Row Two. <laughs> okay, yeah. GTA Two. <laughs> Saints Row Two. It was still pretty tame, you know. I mean. The physics, if anything, were probably the least believable thing about that. And Saints Row the Third comes through, and you're like, "What the shit?" You know, like it was just wacky, dude. And I mean, <laughs> it's so dumb. I can't get into games like that. I can't. I just can't anymore. But I have really fond memories, and I always look back on them with a little bit of a smile. My favorite line from that game is, "These hoes ain't hoes," or whatever. <laughs> Freaking Pierce. Yeah. Oh my god. Freaking golden lines right there. And also, I don't know, man. Saints Row 2, the, I mean, if someone dies in the car and their body is flopping around inside the car while you're driving, I'm pretty sure that's pretty believable. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just lay there and look uh, slumped down? I mean, shit. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they go and they do like, you know? It's weird the (laughs) things that developers find important like that. You know, someone was like, make sure that body flops around. And you're like, sir, but why? Because, God damn it, if you're dead, you're not just going to sit still in a car. No, you're going to be flopping around. You know, like, it's so, it's so weird. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's I mean, dynamic to me. <laughs> my goodness. I know there's some games where it's like the corpses will stay until, I remember PS2 games, it being so rare. Because normally it's like you turn the corner and the body will render away. It'll just be gone. Or you can see it disappear. You can watch it. And it'll stay there for like 20 seconds before it starts to fade, you know? 
But I remember finding like the occasional game where right. the bodies would stay until you turn them off. I was like, whoa. I remember um actually playing Fallout on the Xbox 360 <laughs> and PlayStation 3. No, it was PlayStation 3. Um, at such an early time, um, because we didn't have like Xbox Live or anything, not for a while. And so we didn't get like we didn't get the retroactive updates. You know how like, you know, you can patch a game and you can put it out on all the digital copies and all the disc copies, you can update it and then it'll fix something about the game. Um, I remember I played Fallout 3 where for a long time the enemies wouldn't respawn. And um, they would just be... Or not the enemy. Well, yeah, the enemies wouldn't respawn. Neither would the corpses. Wherever you killed something is where you killed something, you know? So that means there was an, like there was a finite amount of people of creatures in that game um it was so sick because i used to stash um (laughs) i used to stash things in dead mole rats and stuff it was really cool but yeah dude yeah oh my gosh it was so sick but then (laughs) we got that update you know because we got xbox live and then it enabled us to update things like that and yeah suffice it to say unfortunately i can't hide stuff in mole rats anymore because they'll just respawn They'll respawn where you put them. So, like, you can drag a mole rat corpse wherever you want to, but um, it'll respawn, and it it won't have any of the things you have that you put on it when you kill it. So, makes me pretty sad. Yeah, it is pretty whack. But what can you do? That's pretty whack. <laughs> Get mad. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do, but. Huh, that does explain something, though. I mean, I know it's like after playing Fallout 3 for like a very long campaign, I noticed that the wasteland was getting pretty empty. Even the random encounters with enemies were not right. occurring as much. as like, shit, did I kill the wasteland? Did you, What's um, going on here? Have you ever done the <laughs> um, FEV thing where you feed, not feed, where you put the forced evolutionary virus into the water? Yeah. Uh, that is just a bad because, dude, to be honest with you, I'm not so sure no, that it's I a bad not. thing. I gotta be honest with you because, look, um, I don't remember, I don't think it has any negative side effects for humans. The FEV virus, like, I don't think it does anything. Um, I don't think it does anything to them, like the water, you know. I do remember, however, that it kills like super mutants and behemoths or uh, super mutants and uh, ghouls, and it makes it. It actually decreases the amount of like ghouls and uh, behemoth or uh, super mutants you'll see in the game by like twenty five percent or something like that if you end up choosing that path, you know. But okay, let me let me tell you a big. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry for like taking this in a completely different direction, but let me tell you something. I feel I feel about ghouls. Apparently it's kind of alluded to throughout like fallout three and stuff that every ghoul will eventually go feral at some point. And that makes me think like, dude, like being right. racist to ghouls, is that really a bad thing? I mean, cause maybe they're fine today. Maybe they're fine tomorrow, but at some point they're going to eat someone's face, you know? And it's weird though. Like also you got to think because if you get irradiated, you die. You know, if you get over-irradiated in that game, you die. Um, and I'm sure that's done to make it challenging, you know? 
But you got to think in, in lore, it means that not everyone is susceptible to be, not everyone can become a feral ghoul. It's kind of genetic, you know? And, oh man, it's, it's, it's a big thing to think about all those things. You know what I was thinking about too? What about um the synths in Fallout 4? What? Like, and I'm not talking about like the the synths that the Institute sends at you to fight you, but like the synths um that are just there chilling, like the ones that infiltrated society, the ones that don't even know they're synths, you know? And the railroad. I don't think the railroad are good people because they're kidnapping synths and trying to free them. But what if what if like the institute knows these synths have problems and they just like they can't control them because you know how like they'll say oh like they'll just snap the synths will just snap and like they have a trigger or whatever like um like the institute could detonate them make them turn aggressive i'm like i don't know what if they're just defective like i don't know man i don't think the institute's as bad as them either i think the enclave is terrible but i think the fev isn't as bad as you might think you know <laughs> i guess it yeah. depends on how far you want to go to making these better quotation mark because fallout the fallout world is full of yeah. gray or black moral st- standards so that's my that's Another thing I love about Fallout is that some some side quests got that potential to well make you think yeah. like do I want to be doing this or do I want to do the other thing and like is this the true good way or is there no good way or you want to be an asshole character and then you just don't care and just kill everybody but I know in Fallout in Vegas there is a, a place where they're trying to uh, make their crops grow well they're trying to make their crops healthy. But they think the water is irradiated, so they're trying to like tell you, like, hey, since you random citizen were passing by, why don't you go fix this? So you go, and then you realize that family is trapped, and the only way to save them is to make the radiation go stronger for the crops. But you end up saving the family, or you make the ra- radiation go to the family, or whatever, and save the crops. So that way, there could be more normal yeah. life. I remember that. For the I remember that quest. So, yeah. So I was just thinking, like, that's, those are like really good side quests done in the Fallout world, and I'm sure there are many more to be uh, done inside other worlds as well. Especially yeah, for no kidding, dude. Games, <laughs> since that's what we're talking about. Yeah. From oh man, GTA has. A bit of a funny story. How do they do them? How they do their side quests. I don't know. Sometimes you just end up uh, with them. But I know in GTA 4, you sometimes you right. end up with the freaks missions by accident. Like you're walking around and you see the little white icon. You're just like, wait, is that like, what, what is that? Is it like a mission? And you go and you're like, oh, it is a mission. But you're just kind of like dealing with this person with their daily life or just kind of help this random person out. So. They're not that bad, but at the same time, sometimes they're just like little fish yeah. missions that just give you quick money. True. So it's not it's not all bad, but I feel GTA Five had a bit more fun with their side missions. Oh, 
not forgetting to mention uh, San Andreas, where well, you could do a plenty of plenty of side missions and such, especially with um. Well, you can have fun with the lowrider uh, competitions. Those are fun, and I guess doing uh, doing the gang takeovers thing because. In a way, I know it's important to the campaign in the end, but in a way, I feel like you kind of right. go out of your way to like deal with those well, which I felt were fun. And yeah, I'm just thinking, even with GTA Five, like the freaks and the freaks missions were pretty cool to uh, deal with, and kind of fun as well, depending on what you want to do. Like you want to go crazy and go rampage, then Trevor, of course. You want to do races or do a bit more hot adrenaline stuff, then there's Franklin. Michael, uh, I guess, right. do something but complain about it a lot, then, yeah, Michael, <laughs> right there. Or, and then that, even after you finish the mission and get all the big, uh, get all that money, then you could buy some of the businesses. And after that, I guess that's like the after story. Side missions themselves, right, I got where you. somebody get a call to help out the business or such. Yeah, so I thought GTA is so emblematic of like all the weirdos well. in LA. Like it captures that aspect really well because that's how it is sometimes. Like you just you're walking down the street minding your own business, and this guy's like, "Hey," and you know, then you're then you're in for a ride. You got to strap in. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I remember my family and I were like riding out in LA for something. I forgot what it was. I think it was just to eat somewhere. And I remember like looking around and I see some random guy just straight up facing a wall wow. building and just staring at it. Like literally two inches away from the wall. He's just staring <laughs> right at it. I'm just saying, what the hell? Like, okay. It's like all these squares make a circle. Wait, saying, have like, you seen Dragon Ball uh, abridged? Oh, you okay, showed me okay. a couple episodes. Okay. So I haven't, like, Never mind that part. Then the that's a <laughs> that's a reference. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh! You find out later on. Changing then. topic. Sorry, you need to watch Ghost Stories, dude. Like, have have you seen it? Have you actually seen the dub? Oh my gosh, dude! It's so funny. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, it's not gut-bustingly funny, but it's like yeah, funny yeah. where I'm just watching it. I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say, like, really? Like, no matter what, whether it was the original yeah, language I feel you. saying, I like this version better. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to add mm. into the side quest or. I hate Assassin's uh, Creed. The stupid follow missions. The stupid stupid well it's not just assassin's creed but i feel like assassin's creed is the worst game for that because like you're just walking or like those games where you have to you have to travel alongside someone like you have to be in a car and follow this other car but not too close or else they'll see you there and they're traveling at a snail's pace all the way across town oh follow missions are the worst like side mission well i guess they're not side missions though a lot of them are like pretty integral to the main story but as missions go in general, like if they were to all just disappear, I wouldn't be that mad. I'd be all right.
Hey, welcome back from that unintentional little break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got, uh, well, I got things fixed up again due to my little mess up. Okay. <laughs> I uh, like, I like how you were like, let me test something and it broke it. <laughs> <laughs> that was too funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I completely broke the whole damn thing. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, it's like at least some game of glitches or some shit. (laughs) Oh wait, now we should make like a podcast simulator and then like get to deal with glitches like this before. Dude, next podcast we need to talk about like the most memorable glitches that we've ever encountered. Because oh, I have some. I have some. Oh, I could even like I could dude, I could like send accompanying footage if that's like even a possibility. Like I could send video evidence of these glitches. It's so sick. But anyway, back to escort missions. Well, I'm pretty sure at this point we're just saying like escort missions ain't shit that need to be gone. Yeah. Hate them. And oh. What other what other side missions are just like complete shit? Um, the ones without checkpoints. Oh no! You know, everyone says, and this isn't a side mission, but everyone says that the train mission in San Andreas is so hard. But I beat it no problem. I always have. I've never had trouble with it. Right. I think it's so weird. I don't know. Like, like, maybe my big smoke is better than yours. Dude, he had to have been because I mean, I don't know. I just never had any trouble with it, which is weird because half the internet like hates the train mission. Everyone seems to really dislike it. Right. Yeah, I think I got on my second try. I was just thinking, what, what am I doing wrong? I was like. Maybe if I try to shoot alongside with him, maybe it'll work. And somehow I was able to do it. I was thinking, like, huh, I'm pretty sure I was not supposed to do this, but I did it. I mean, truthfully, it's like somehow that ended up happening to me. I ended up like getting on the train with my bike, um, but I landed sideways. So I was able to drive by, shoot them, you know, like, oh, wow, it was pretty it was pretty dope. Sounds pretty dope. <laughs> Oh. Side quest. So fun. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. We were talking about Saints Row. Do you remember right. in Saints Row 2, if you were a girl, you could be a hoe. You could be a prostitute. It was like a rhythm game. And you'd be getting like, some guy would be dicking you down. <laughs> like you couldn't see anything it was like behind a garage or something but i remember yeah. for a young nathan i was like what is this like i did not understand what was going on i mean i knew i knew what was going on but i, I surely wasn't old enough for like i didn't really comprehend it you know it was bizarre dude it was like a little rhythm game actually i gotta say rhythm rhythm like little mini games like that they suck i don't like rhythm mini games I'm good at them. I just, they're not for me. They're not really all that enjoyable, you know? 
Right, I understand. Um, actually, a guy could be playing could be playing that kind of mission as well. You can. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's just that. Um, it's basically the main character is just getting some their freak on inside the bathroom of whichever place they're at. So yeah, that's what you're basically playing. Uh, and that's what you're basically doing is just like hot co- it's like the hot coffee thing from GTA except obviously you're not going to be able to see anything yeah. but you're actually able to participate by actually using the controls to play that kind of game right I feel you game. I was, and I think at some point like once you do that enough you unlock a pimp outfit or some shit or maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure, but I know it does something where you go all the way. So <laughs> pun, stupid. Unintentional pen. I mean, unintentional pun right there. Seriously. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, that reminds me. Um, Saints Row has, like, the best side mission or, like, whatever you want to call it, the insurance fraud. That is so fun. Right. I played Saints Row just to do that, and there was this one where you could like ignore the time limit and just go around town and flop around because you know how the traffic gets all crazy and physics get all weird. You can just flop about the, the whole place. Like, <laughs> I would do that. It's so fun. I would do it to this day. That is so much fun to me. I've always been big on ragdolls like that for some reason. So yeah. Damn. <laughs> oh, and guess what? I was not wrong. You do end up becoming a uh, game, and you do end up getting a pimp outfit. Nice. And you know what the, the little side of I mean side mission is called? Hmm. Hoing. Hoing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, hey, what? I remember <laughs> that. Like after you said what? it. Gosh. I was like, wow, what one original name for Oh. And guess what? Apparently there I found the move combinations if you want Oh god, it's a long list. <laughs> what is it? Is it like a forbidden position? Like what is this? What what are we What am I getting into? There is There is the dirty Sanchez, the rusty trumpet, the donkey punch. Angry Dragon, Golden Shower. Oh, well, that mushroom, mm. mushroom tattoo, pearl necklace, the golden corkscrew, slippery dragon, angry knuckler, <laughs> the dripping shocker, moist Franklin, <laughs> backdoor <laughs> twister, steaming Johnson, the brown lollipop, tickling swirl, hairy vice grip. Uh, spitting Jimmy, King's mudslide, Ugh. diving cornhole, shooting spelunker, the stinky Dello, whatever the hell that is, the rising scooter, the avenging Phoenix. I don't know if these are like just made up, but I don't like them. They're terrible. Well, I know like golden shower is a real thing, but like I don't know about the anything else. Well, Submissive St. James, Crazy Milkshake, 
Wicked Double Stuff, Royal Princess, Blazing Norris, <laughs> Bloody Matriarch, Roman Butterfly, The Greek Mantis, Sitting Rattlesnake, Fiery Bishop, Inverted Shower. Oh, that doesn't not, I don't like that. Clock, clockwise Monkey Wrench. What the? F- and Double Fisted Need. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. The term Dello is refers to Brian Dello, a member of the design team. <laughs> oh. Oh, so, my gosh. Imagine That's that. terrible. Like, you, help, you help design the game, but you know, guess what? You what, Your last name gets to be part of a sex move inside the game itself. <laughs> One honor. That's terrible. I I hope that that never happens to me. I don't want to become a position. <laughs> yeah, <I'll... laughs> leave me with some dignity. Oh my goodness. Ah, what a fun thing to learn about. <laughs> oh my gosh. So moving on from that. Should we talk about map and mission variety now? Like, what we love about that? All right. Okay. For okay. Um, best example for me, I mean, in my opinion, was um, Far Cry Three. That also that's my first game of playing Far Cry. Just just a heads up. Right. Like, I didn't play any other games, but Far Cry Three, I feel like it did pretty good and. Letting you uh, feel like you could uh, do whatever you want with the mission of taking down outposts. Right. Like you could just go in, uh, driving in, blazing uh, your gun, or you could plan it out uh, first. I mean, scope out the mission. I mean, the layout, the, the enemies, and then try to like st- uh, stealthily kill all of them, or, um, which is pretty cool, what you can do is. To unleash an uh, take an uh, have some animal following mm-hmm. you, uh, most likely obviously a predator, right? Crazy how Komodo dragons deadlier than a damn tiger, but anyways. Well, yeah, if it bites you, uh, I mean, you're fucking dead. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, then you could just like run straight into that camp, and hopefully outrun the the freaking tiger or whatever, right? And just watch it go go to work with the freaking enemies inside there, and it's crazy seeing that. Especially if you're just able to shoot out the cage door mm-hmm. of those kind of animals and just see them uh, basically wreck everyone they see. I always felt like that was cool. A variety of how you want to take down an outpost or take down enemies. I feel yeah. Actually, now that you mention it. I remember that's a, that's a really good example. For some reason, when you were talking about that, about like letting out the tigers to kill them, I was thinking about Dead Rising with the tiger. And I was like, huh. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like certain games like um, like Metal Gear and um, Breath of the Wild that, that just let you play around like there's a there's a story, but you kind of do it however you want to do it. You know what I mean? Um, right. It's amazing when games let you get creative and take control. I also like when they limit you when they um 
I don't know, dude. Okay, so as an example, like I said, I play games the way I want to play games, right? I was actually playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 earlier today. Not the OG one, the newer one. Uh, it's Which it got better. It started out really bad, but it got a lot better. And so what I did was a lot of new players are like on that game now for some reason. And me and my friends are really good at it. So um, basically there's these elevators you can open and this mode it's heroes versus villains and all you do is like you pick luke skywalker darth maul like whoever you know and you and you go right. fight the other team dark side versus light side and so i aimed um i said okay we're gonna treat this like pokemon we're gonna trap the whole team <laughs> in these elevators right and we trap luke and luke doesn't know how to open them because this is like an old thing in the game you um all you do is go up to it and hold x like to the uh to the little control panel but a lot of people don't know about it like they couldn't get out it was so funny dude you know i don't know just control in video games like that is amazing to me like um i don't know i just like i like having choices with my missions and stuff and i mean that game isn't really like it's not mission based or anything but i thought it was worth mentioning just being creative like that i think you know, games that allow you to be creative are really, really cool. I don't know. They are. Oh, that reminds me of the Batman game. Mm. You just got, but, uh, well, I guess you just got to, like, think a bit uh, think a bit more about strategy when it comes to right. that. Just think of, like, okay, place this bat gel here. I, okay, just a little side note. I still understand how a freaking explosion like that does not freaking lethally injure someone internally like oh yeah sure thing batman can freaking punch someone i mean punch out the joker with that shit like without it breaking his whole damn hand open like i know what you mean yeah but yeah like planning the bat gel to explode on enemies and then take them out or but oh crawling around underneath them with the little grates it, mm-hmm. stuff like that is just pretty cool when you can just like plan all plan all right out. i got you yeah. just go to town with it you know what? what's the topic we're talking about right now i just for some reason i just lost it like <laughs> we're talking about map go ahead map and mission map variety. and mission variety okay fuck like basically like if the map was able to help you out with how you want to tackle missions, yeah or if the mission itself like there's like a variety of ways to uh handle it like you want to go lethal non-lethal or be very sneaky and not be I feel you, I feel or you. yeah that kind of stuff like what dishonored but okay i'm not gonna lie dishonored just never really grew on me as right. time went on i don't know i I just, it just doesn't really appeal right. to me. You know what game I would recommend, quite honestly? It was like hyped for a second and then like never again. Um, it was a sleeper game, in my opinion. It's really great. It's called um, Greedfall. And because um, we're talking about environment, and it made me, made me think back to that. Because in this game, you have these different core attributes that your character will increase over time. But you get them like every every three levels or some or every four level. It's not like you get them every single level. You have to use them sparingly, right? And so it's like right. you have random things like uh, you have like um, shoot, I think like acrobatics, and you have strength, and you have like all these random things, uh, alchemy, like 
you know, basically they allow you, if you get level three or like there's different little shortcuts you can take across the map or whatever. Only thing is you have to have your strength, a certain stat or, or your acrobatics or whatever, you know, there's certain ledges that you can only like leap across if you exceed a certain athletic skill. I mean, it's so sick like that. You know what I mean? In terms of navigating, like I remember playing that game and I've only ever completed it once. I should probably consider um, playing it again, to be honest. But um, I, I, I only like, I would think the whole time I got to level up just another three levels and then I, you know, I'll have my strength at level two. That way I can get up like medium cliffs or whatever. And then it's like, um, oh, dude, it's so sick. I really like that, that aspect of that game. That game in general is really good. Um, I've noticed, you know, like now that you mentioned like mission variety and stuff, I've noticed there's not a lot of it in games. It's always, I mean, because if you play different games, then of course you're going to have different. Okay, here's what I mean. Like if you play, um, you play Forza, your mission is always going to be racing. You know what I mean? Or something related to racing. Um, in the same way that you play Skyrim, there's like a set amount of quests that you're going to do. You're, you're going to end up killing someone or, you know, most likely or stealing something or acquiring something. Um, I don't know. Games kind of get in their own little, um, there's not really a game that you can do a whole lot with in terms of like missions. They're all the same to an extent. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever played, um, RimWorld or no? Have you ever heard of it? Rimworld? It sounds familiar. Okay, so you're basically like this colonist, or you get to pick three colonists, and you're stuck on this planet, and basically you have to get off, you have to get out of the planet, but it's really hard. You know, you have to form a little settlement, you have to manage the people in your group, you have to make sure everything's like they're all good and everything. That game you can approach it however you want to, to an extent, because I mean, ultimately, the end goal is to get out of it, out of that planet. But um, how you do that is up to you. You can go raiding other villages. You can go mining. You can be a good boy. I don't know. It's just that's the only real game I can think of with a lot of, like, mission variety or, like, at least in terms of, like, missions. With environment, I can think of a lot more, like the environment helping you out or being to some kind of benefit or even just impacting it in general you know but um take monster hunter as an example i brought it up last time really like monster hunter you can leap off of um oh yeah you can leap off of cliffs you can climb up vines you can like run up trees you can you can drop like these big uh crystals from the from the top i don't remember what those crystals are called if they're stalagmites or stalactites i can't ever remember i always mix them up but you can drop them on monsters i mean that game's sick like it you know oh gosh i love that game yeah that's pretty cool um but i don't know i can't think of a whole lot of examples for that category to be completely honest with you i don't know that's a that's a tough one it really is it is that's why i feel it's probably best to that's why i kind of appreciate the open world games that do give that kind of variety because it doesn't seem like not much else and other genres could really have fun with it. Um, 
But example, example of one other example of a game that I feel, I feel right. it does well. It was Watch Dogs. <laughs> Watch Dogs too. Watch Dogs. Yeah, the game, the infamous game that like didn't start out that well, but now personally, oh god, I freaking love the series. Um, Watch Dogs One. At least, okay, now I can admit. Hey, Ian, if you want to go complete patch. Alex, your audio. Is that again? I think it's better. Oh, yep, it's oh. better. Oh, so that's the whole <laughs> Okay. Never mind. Okay. Anyways. For Watch Dogs 1, okay, I can admit that there, if you want to go complete pacifist, there's going to be some trouble with the final thing you got to do. So, right. yeah. But for Watch Dogs Two, now you got a bit. You got like complete freedom to just go full mm-hmm. on pacifist, no matter what. And <clears throat> it's interesting because now they give you two devices: the RC jumper and the uh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, a, a freaking helicopter. Not helicopter, but I don't know what those freaking things are. I'm getting old. <laughs> Holy crap! But you know, like the little helicopter things, and now you can like scope. Well, obviously, you can scope out. That's kind of like it would be soft sting mm-hmm. to like scope out enemies, but to scope them out. And but now you can either choose to knock out your enemies one by one without notice, stun them, and have them be asleep. I guess for a while until they wake up, and unless you want to stun them again or just mm-hmm. completely knock them out, not lethally at least, or you could just go all guns blazing out, or a lot. Um, you could start taking them out one by one. Well, whatever devices you like, you could be as merciless, uh, merciless you. as you like, or have your enemies um, just be. If you really want to go uh, for all out, um, <clears throat> distract your enemies with phone calls and such. Just keep on passing by while hacking. Without problem, and you're like gone with it. Oh, without nobody. That's like in at all. Oh, or, sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> oh, go on. Well, and the last thing I want to list out on what you, how you can handle a mission is just to freaking call in, uh, freaking cops or a, a enemy gang, uh, enemy gang faction on the person that you want to take out in the area, and just watch and watch them right. do the work for you. Like holy crap! I just think something like that, like calling the cops on, on a random mm-hmm. um, enemy gang, and just watch them go to town each other until like there's no one left standing, and you just walk in, get whatever you need to get, and then just walk out. Like oh, yeah, man, I feel you. I was gonna say that reminds me of um, Hitman, like the Hitman series, especially where you just chuck coins and they're like ah, you know, like um, hip. Oh my- Hitman's actually a really good that. example because <laughs> they were really creative in the ways that you could um you could assassinate people, you know, because you could just I mean you could just go up and you can try to kill everyone if you really want to. You could um you can disguise yourself, you can poison them. There's all sorts of things, you know, and, and there's unique like ways to kill them for the map. For like each map, there's at least one or two ways that you can kill someone where it's completely unique, you know? Also, right. 
there's two games that come to mind thinking about environments and stuff thinking about like okay i know this first one you probably are not going to know it's called ooh i actually don't remember what it's called i think it's called um the incredible it's it's a hulk video game the incredible hulk something and you could smash it was like in comic book style it was for the gamecube if i remember right and you could destroy entire buildings it was so sick dude you could just run around new york destroying everything um have you ever heard of a game called mercenaries mercenaries, mercenaries. playgrounds of destruction no, oh my friend you need to get on that it's an older game um it was made by lucas arts back when they made video games and stuff you know um and 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 so that's it. that game it was cool because you could destroy everything you wanted um you get airstrikes because you're just a mercenary you're like trying to get these terrorists you're trying to uh, capture them and you get paid money and you can buy all sorts of things from like the russian mafia um so you want to be on good terms with the russians at all times you know that way you could buy more stuff okay. but you could destroy whole buildings ah oh, dude it was just so cool i used to just spend that the entirety of the game like buying airstrikes from russia and then um pointing them at a target and just watching it crumble it was amazing such yeah such a good game oh, wow. for the time that yeah it's good. so sick i mean it the gameplay is kind of lackluster in terms of like it's kind of it's really bare bones like the combat isn't particularly great but uh it's dear to me like i can play it no problem you know what i mean so right. hmm, i can see why Ooh, that so hard to think of any others though for this category Right. It's very selective because not a lot right. of games incorporate that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, now I'm starting to see why people would want, would want to make a big deal out of games that do that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just kind of like makes you appreciate more of those kind of games that do go in those directions. Yeah, because I mean, oh, shoot, dude. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's a really good point to bring up. I like how like I don't know, you bring up these these topics and it's like you think, "Oh, what can you do for gaming? What, you know, what kind of like what kind of questions can you, you know, eventually it'll get old and stuff, but then you start to actually think about it and like, I don't know, man. Oh, 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 oh. Assassin's Creed, even though I hate it. Oh. Um well, I hate the series. <laughs> I actually really like okay, I like Assassin's Creed 1. Um I really did like the second one, but my brother played it a lot. So, and you know, I watched him play it. So I got bored real fast. And, um, cause you know, he completed like six, seven times or something. Um, yeah, he's crazy. Uh, so, and I like black flag, uh, just because the pirating pirating was super fun in that game. I don't even care, but, uh, what do you call it? I remember when you were able to like, you jump down into the haystack for the first time. You're like, whoa. Or you could kill people from the haystacks. You're like, whoa. You know, as far as environment goes, you know, killing right. people from haystacks or from piles of shit or whatever the heck, like whatever you can hide behind practically, you know. 
Yeah, it was cool. The yeah, so, killed yeah. there as well. It was amazing. Gosh, that game is. Man, I wouldn't mind playing it to be honest. I don't know. Maybe I should give it a second chance. Not the whole yeah. series. I don't think I'd like the series because it gets really repetitive. Just follow this guy, kill this guy. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I don't. I feel like maybe they got better over time, but who knows? I haven't been able to. I don't know. The only way, all. like you're able to kill people in that game, or not able to, like you can kill people other ways. But I didn't like how combat boiled down to just okay. Let me spam the counter, you know. <laughs> let me wait for them to attack me and then kill them. I don't know. I wasn't about it. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Batman, Arkham games. I mean, after a while, when you realize like there's groundbreaking combat, like this will make you feel like Batman. I'm just thinking like, boy, I am flying across the damn screen. Like, what are you thinking? I hate. Feel like uh, I hate game critics like that. They make you feel like, and I was just watching. Um, do you watch Video Game Donkey? I assume you do. I assume everyone does. That's where I yeah, because that's where I got the joke from. Because he's fucking yeah. flying around the place. I was like, you know, all those critics were like, it makes you feel like Batman. It's like, no shit, dude. It's a Batman game. Like, I would hope to God it made me feel like Batman. You know, at least a little bit. I'd hope that like playing a <laughs> Spider-Man game wouldn't make me feel like fucking you know, the fantastic four, you know, it just, you don't, I don't know, dude. It's, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb to say things like that. Imagine, imagine feeling like the protagonist of the game that you're playing. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Who a funk. Yeah. (laughs) Goodness. Oh gosh. Now I just got reminded of a game. Uh, Maybe it'll come back to me later on. Shit. I was about to uh, bring up a game right now, but I was saying like, oh, it's it's gone. It right. does disappear from my brain. Fuck. Oh well. Oh wait. Uh, well, I didn't just now going to the point where I feel that yes, Red Dead Redemption Two is quite <laughs> beautiful. I will admit that. But dear Lord, it gets kind of tiring when you gotta go across the map to go do a objective that was suddenly added after doing a certain after doing certain chapters okay i i, I just want to like point there's like a little i'm not not too much of a complaint but it's more like a little bit of a nitpick why is it that once you got um the main character um to finishing up a chapter you decide to add in more missions or side missions, but for some godforsaken reason, these missions are all <laughs> the way at the other end of the map and nowhere close than they should have been when it could have been a bit more easy for the main character to be there uh, to get there I never liked place. that about Red Dead. Red Dead 1 or like just, okay, I got to go all the way over here, especially in Mexico. In the Mexico missions... It was always go from one side to the other and then one side to the, just a lot of riding around, you know, I don't know. I'll be honest. Like I was telling you before we started that I couldn't get into red dead Two, And let me tell you my experience with red dead Two. Basically I played the tutorial or not tutorial, but I mean like, you know, that, you know, those few like missions that you have to do, they take so long. 
um like you have to rob the train and then and then you're free then it sets you free you know and they take so long dude and i'll be right. honest like it was funny because i tried to complete the plane the plane oh god no i tried to complete the train mission with a knife right <laughs> and it pissed me off because i i killed so many people and this i my character tackled this guy off of the train and killed himself can you imagine like i was a i was a maniac i was running wild just killing everyone on the train with a knife and i tackled him i i fell off i killed myself you know and i was like oh my god and so to be honest with you that game like it holds your hands way too much like so after I when I was finally set free, dude, I didn't care anymore. I didn't want to play it. It turned me off entirely. Having to spend like an hour and a half or two hours, however long it was, it was a really long time. Because those missions are long, you know. You gotta like track the 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 deer or whatever, and you have to like they take at least a good thirty minutes with all the riding around and all the just everything. It wasn't no, it was not not ideal. I haven't finished it. I haven't played it ever since, to be completely honest with you. I've heard it's a great game, but no. I I don't care, dude. I need I need my freedom. I need it faster than that, you know? Hmm. Uh, you know what's funny? As soon as you started describing all that, I felt the fatigue I felt when I was playing yeah, those damn missions. Like, okay, now... Okay, a sad thing is I was already halfway done with the game. And after like a certain story point, I was doing like, okay, after this, I believe I should be getting clo- I should be really close to the end, like five more chapters right. or four more chapters. But then I lost the game somehow. <laughs> I oh my no god. Worries. I lost the game. I, I, I was, did not expect I that. Like, that was <laughs> I expected like my my data like erased <laughs> or something. <laughs> I misplaced oh, no, it. I lost pissed, it but... on the bus, you know? <laughs> oh, no, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just ended up being gone. I was just like, maybe this is a sign that I probably shouldn't waste my time with this game anymore because I, okay, I get it's beautiful. It has a lot more stuff added to it. It obviously had like a lot of work put into it, but. After a certain point, I'm just thinking this is a bit right. too slow for my taste. And yeah, the traveling, there's fast travel, but it's too much of a technical kind where it's just comp- it's mm. more complicated than it should be. Like, oh, maybe that's a good point to bring it up as well for a topic, but maybe too much realism made it a bit too bit too fucking hard to like dude because i didn't like how like i had to eat and and you know feed my horse and 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 shave my beard and like ah, i was like dude like leave me alone (laughs) like let me play the game i don't know dude it felt like too much maintenance to be like fun like that well i don't know dude because i'm weird like that too like i play games that require way more but like i i just i i wasn't about it you know I don't know, dude. It's just too much realism. Well, I guess it's a bit more like realism or maintenance or 
a bit it's a bit too much like this mundane real life. Yeah, it's like okay, like imagine playing a game yeah. where it's like you wake up, okay, go brush your teeth, take a shower, you smell like shit. Oh, speaking of shit, you gotta go shit. And it's like now you gotta go eat. Now <laughs> you're stressed because you know you got too much work going on. You gotta quit your job. I don't know, dude. I'm I don't know. Like <laughs> Like, what, what well, even The Sims that? manages like, things here? like that way better. I mean, you can have a lot of fun in The Sims, you know. This is true. We played it together, and holy shit, it was just fine to like see us both. Oh my gosh, essay! We just both walked. we were playing the herbs. <laughs> herbs. Oh my gosh. Me. Freaking essay! How the hell is he not able to get beaten up? That was wild. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Okay, because I couldn't remember what the game of the year was. We were talking about Red Dead Two just now for 2018. It was God of War. That's oh. what it was. Yeah. Really? Uh, Wait, God of War? No, it's War? not. You follow a series of tasks. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, I got you. I just well, what do you want to mention about I it? mean nothing. I I I, <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Holy fuck, I was just I was waiting for a big explanation. Let me, like, oh, let me explain. <laughs> it's because I thought like I was just thinking because we were just talking about Red Dead and I couldn't remember. I knew Red Dead came out in 2018. Um I couldn't remember though for whatever oh sugar i've had red dead for almost two years and i've only done the tutorial oh my um that's gonna piss some people off but no i couldn't remember what one game of the year in 2018 because i remember thinking it was gonna be red dead 2 you know but no it was not right. you know what hmm hmm never mind never mind but yeah, God of War won it in 2018 because I remember thinking, oh, Red Dead Redemption 2, pfft, that's going to win, you know, but it didn't. Um, do we know oh, yeah, what the true. game of the year for 2020? Like, it's not out yet, right? I think they wait until... I think they wait. I think it's I yeah, think it's like it, it goes right until now. December, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, I don't remember one hundred percent. Yeah, and of course, Last of Us Two. I mean, Last of Us. Oh my God! I swear, like, if it's fucking Among Us, <laughs> Among Us, like Game of the Year. Oh, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed too. No. I feel like it doesn't. It's one this. of those games. I feel kind of bad about it, to be honest. It's uh, it's like, it's one of those games. It just replaces everything. Like it's it's one of those uh, fad games. Like, you know, it was um, everybody was into um. Okay, so Fortnite was like the biggest example of that. Except people still play that. It's really weird. Um, everyone was into Apex for a minute, and then everyone decided, ah, eh, actually, and then everyone got into um, what do you call it? Everyone got into ah, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, what is it? The the the. the... Oh, I love just, just dance, dance though, bro. Uh, but no, not not just dance. Uh, what is good. it? What is that game? The one with the little <laughs> like cotton ball people. They look like 
They look like balls of gum and they go on this obstacle course. Oh gosh, this is killing me. Help me out, Alex. What's the name of that game? Fall Guys. Fall Guys? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Fall Guys. Um, it went from Fall Guys to Among Us. Like People just dropped Fall Guys for Among Us. And it's going to be that way with something else. Something's going to come along and dethrone Among Us. I don't know. It's just weird. That's true. And it's kind of funny because, well... Let's not forget how much controversy was around that or was around yeah. those two. And then the jokes were made about it, and then how people were just frustrated with the ending and such. And yeah, just not that much of a great. How the fuck did they get nominated for a great uh, one, a great uh, game of the year when yeah. all that hate was going on over it? That's why you don't trust gaming sites these yeah, days. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's pretty wild. You know, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 bizarre. Everything's, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Got you. <laughs> oh man um, that's what I said oh, wow. <laughs> and maybe, right before I was about to say like okay I think we had enough because I feel like we've reached the end of our topics and I just remembered like the most random open world what? games to think of at the last second even though I feel like they're not they shouldn't be considered open world I, I I don't think right. so. I'm not sure. Ration and Clank Those and Sly Cooper were amazing. Okay. I didn't play um I played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank. I didn't play Sly Cooper too much. My cousin actually played Sly Cooper. I went to his house and I watched him play like uh he had like the collection for the PlayStation 3. Because I guess there was like a bundle that had all of them. And I watched him play it and I was like, oh my god. Like it was just so charming to me, you know. Yeah. They are, but uh, it's just like one of those games where exploring was just really fun to do, and just has I don't know, like you're not only just looking around, like you're going to be finding enemies of fire, which is fun, obviously, especially when you upgrade. I mean, upgrades by right your audio. There you go. Oh, my bad. Whoops, covering the same hole again. Okay. But, yeah, if you upgrade Sly Cooper enough, like, it's fun to just take down enemies, but what's fun about exploring was just seeing how the artists and such, like, how they decide to make the um, the out, the views, the mm-hmm. the atmosphere to each of the areas, because yeah. they did pretty good with doing that. And to me, Psychober 3, oh my goodness, I love how Psychober 3 was so good. And it's not often that you hear about games like sequels still sometimes even being better. Or no, yeah, true. True that. As the first one. Yeah. And, oh my goodness. Like, that's one of the open world games that I would recommend to anyone who still has a PlayStation 2 or 
maybe a PS3 that has right. compatibility for PlayStation 2 games. Dude, I, w- I, I had one of those first well. ones. Um, oh. They were so sick. You just, you know what you need to do? Just, if you needed a memory card, you just make a new one. Like, you you just made a new one. Like, and you know, it was, oh, dude, it was so sick. I miss that PS3 model. Ours died. Our uh, disc tray stopped. Like, it stopped scanning discs and stuff. Uh, it, oh, it no. is what it sorry, is. Man. It's freaking hardware. <laughs> but, yeah, just, just looking around at, oh, the different different landscapes that you could go around in uh, Sly Cooper just to like, find, well, I guess once you find uh, new skills, you could try them out again in different maps, which was so cool. So good to do. And then, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, and then for Ratchet and Clank, this is a different worlds you get to see. And this just goes back to what uh, my first topic was, just like the, Im- the imagery and the mm-hmm. landscapes to look at. Like you get you get their own personal little feels to yeah. it, which was always great. Yeah, dude. I, I really like yeah. video game worlds like I don't know. I like Jack and Daxter too. Huh. It's pretty sick. I never um, played them. Yeah, it's it's pretty sick. All I can say is like, oh you should try it, you know. Ooh, did you play Spyro? Oh my god. Uh mm-hmm. I played Spyro a uh, Hero's Tale. I cannot finish Hero's it. Tale, I, I think that's so like the worst it. one or one but... of them. One of them that people don't like. I think so. Unless I'm thinking of the wrong ones. Because really? there is Spyro the Dragon and then Spyro Year of the Dragon and then Spyro something. And then there's like this one okay. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I don't know. I don't know, but it wasn't the first yeah, time that I liked that people hated. All I know is that Marvel, <laughs> um, <laughs> that that Marvel Nemesis game, amazing. I think I brought it up last time too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the... you did. And now no, fucking world game. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, wait, man, that's not open Shit. world. <laughs> Or, well, the younger folk will be like, wait, man, what's Marvel Nemesis? Uh, they look at the video and then they see Iron Man freaking laser be well, not laser beaming, but whatever. Laser beaming. Okay, what do you think the best um, open world game is of all time? Like, I feel like that'd be a good place to, like, kind of call it, you know? Because I feel like I'm getting super, like, I'm getting loopy tired because I'll say something. Like how I just brought up Marvel Nemesis. I was like, it made sense to me to bring it up. <laughs> and then after I said it, I was like, what? What the? F- why? What are you doing? <laughs> like, so. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Okay, this could be our last discussion here for tonight. But, holy shit. The best open world game. Uh, you threw me for a loophole here. Okay, well, is there any factors that I should well, factor I mean, um, in for this kind of decision? Anything you want to factor in, really, because, I mean, it's your pick for it. You know what I mean? So any and all factors that you think are relevant. 
Hmm. All right, then. Uh, I'm going to feel so typical for saying this, but honestly, it's not my fault because it's not like I played The Witcher or other games to know. But I feel the best open world game to me. Oh, you, you tricked me. I thought you were game. going somewhere else with that. I thought you were going to say Skyrim. I thought you or were going to like just be like, it's Skyrim. You know, like all, all defeated. <laughs> like... Oh shoot! Okay, I actually feel like, well, I don't know that I would call like GTA San Andreas an open world game. I mean, it is technically, but I feel like it's too small for that scale to really be felt. I don't know, because the map is big. It's big for a PS2 game for sure, but it's not like, yeah, but it's it's not it's not the biggest thing ever either. I mean. Yeah, personally, well, I have to say Skyrim. Yeah, I think true. that it set the standard for, um, for gaming. You know, okay. So I think there's a reason. I think Skyrim came out in 2011, maybe 2012, 2012 or 2011, one of them, sometime in November. I feel like I don't remember. Um, like I said, but there's a reason people are still playing it all these years later, and like not just playing it, like people love that game. You know. Um, I think it set the standard going forward. Right. I think it's a really like pivotal transitional game, you know, like, cause I don't know, like Fallout New Vegas is great. Um, I think in, in certain respects, I like the ambience of Fallout three. I like the story of Fallout three way more than I liked Fallout New Vegas, but New Vegas has a lot of better mechanics. It just does it better, yeah. you know? Um, also, yeah, speaking of, I think Fallout 4 got Game of the Year. Like, it got, I think that got Game of the Year, which I feel like it didn't deserve. But um, no, I feel like Skyrim is just so hmm. it's timeless. You know what I mean? Um, that's kind of how I feel about it. That's what I think. And I know it's kind of like a typical response where it sounds like it would be. But I think there's a reason, you know, like you can't really fight against Skyrim and its greatness. But I respect your opinion about New Vegas as well. And I respect your opinion as well. I reason I chose Fall New Vegas, I believe it just comes out strong with most of the comes out strong with most of uh, most of its right. areas, like for music. I, I got, got spurs. I'm that jingle, that. jingle, jingle, well, for that. <laughs> jingle, jingle. I doubt it. Oh wait, are we gonna get <laughs> for that? Hopefully not. Anyways, <laughs> no, I, I know. Wait, can we sing that now? <laughs> Anyways, um, um, background music. It gives that nice tone to it, like especially like for bow music. Like also, it gives like uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, but basically, it looks like a bow western fight about yeah. the start. The guns, yeah, well, big improvement. Iron sides, so it helped out. It helped. It helped the combat a lot more. I mean, people still say like it's not the best. It was much they, better than Fallout it's Three. A step up from Fallout Three. That's true. And then, uh the characters, the characters are 
I believe they're still pretty good. And even the factions were like fun to mess around with, especially if you want to go right. all out and just go against everybody. To, or you have everyone join in just to beat uh, Kaiser's Legion, which was freaking badass to do. Like you can't call in the boomers. Calling the cons, like calling an air one to like kick their ass. I'm just thinking, like, that's probably one of the best uh war about war scenes I've ever. Well, not like war scenes, but like war battles I ever participate in the game. So, and then um, I don't know. I, the choice of to how to handle problems and such was also pretty good too. And they also like rest refine the skill system where or the skill requirement system where instead of like percentage now it's like okay you need to have this much to certainly pass through and i feel like that helped with mission structures a bit more instead of like giving it up to chance and i feel the skills weren't like gonna go underused well some are because you know that's how some Bethesda games are with their skills, but I feel you could still have a lot of fun, and the I feel the DLC was pretty freaking good. Oh my goodness, so, so they were, oh, goodness, the freaking one. Uh, there's one where the like, where you gotta go in the canyon. Yeah, to the have the, 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 the new Canaanites. Uh, I, I yeah, I remember that. that. Right, that was. I still fun. haven't played that the. Uh, so I really like Dead Money, and I haven't played. I haven't played the uh, the one with the Sierra. Uh, Dead Money, Madre uh, Casino. Oh, I haven't played the Casino one either, but I know that one's gonna be a bitch to fight in. Oh yeah, well, I think we're thinking of that that one, the level. super like scientific casino one. I'm not talking about that. Sierra Madre is a different one, but yeah. Oh, but yeah, and oh, anything else? Combat? Well, you know, Vass is still there, so of course that's fun. Well, I already included the iron sights, but at least they had some weapons that are like, hey, you want to like try like a little special action? Just press this little button, and that's yeah. like the yeah golf club. You could like swing it for like a four, like. They add, they even added freaking throwing knives and spears, which was freaking cool. And I, uh, yeah, sure, there's no bow and arrow, but still, I I just kind of enjoyed like how they added like ranged weapons. Like, hey, you want like five right. tribesmen? Hey, go for it. Here, we can give you some weapons here. And yeah, I. That's why it feels like the game of the year to me. And the side missions. There are like a plenty more than Fallout 3. And each one feels like a lot. Um, well, most of them. I feel right. like most of them have a lot of thought put into them. Instead of just like being randomly generated. Which, okay, no insult to uh, Skyrim. But just know like I've been able to complete mm-hmm. all the side missions that are possible to find. I feel that helps me uh, mm-hmm. feel more complete with finishing the game yeah if i ever want to finish the game and skyrim there's way too many i gotta be honest Uh, way too many yeah actually it's 
it's a it's i think it's built to right. never end that's the thing about it <laughs> and yeah i don't think there's a last but not least i feel, I feel yeah. that was all the things i could ever offer i mean unless they want to do a remaster where they fix that ain't happening but that's just cheap happy as hell for that that's true they only got like freaking remasters or relaunches or whatever they call it for skyrim that's it (laughs) some bullshit Uh, yeah that's the show (laughs) that's it for that topic yeah that's the show we we done we did pretty good <laughs> i forgot oh gosh earlier. that was funny yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh heck this, yeah this is pretty great this is a pretty good night yeah, um anything you want to say to anybody here or uh, you wanna, like, nah i'm not gonna plug anything not yet i'll plug eventually but thank you for having me on. As always, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. No problem, man. I was. I'm glad to have you on the show again, and basically help and talk out. I mean, basically help out and talk on the show because yeah, dude, it, it's a it pleasure. Helps out a lot more to have another person. It was a pleasure too. Thank you so much. And for anyone listening, thank you for tuning in to listen to this session of of uh, Random Gamers Corner. I've been your host, Alejandro, at featuring my friend Nathan. And we'd like to say good night.